You're with Bruce Whitfield on 702. Let's walk the talk. The Money Show brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking, the bravery to imagine and the will to get things done. That's Africanacity. APSA is a registered FSP. Now, that Fitch story in Eyewitness News is interesting. Yes, but certainly has added um, an element of risk, of course, to South Africa's outlook. It is the ever-present risk of insane politics, of course, and the way in which the politics plays out and the impact that it has. And yes, Fitch is right to point out that it, it does add risk to the policy outlook. But it, it also says a couple of other things um, which are also important. And it says that even if Cyril Ramaphosa does resign or gets booted out, uh, there should be broad policy continuity in South Africa. Now, that's because the the policy that Cyril Ramaphosa is implementing um, uh, to a greater and lesser extent is the policy of the ANC. Now, it takes time uh, for the policy shifts to happen within a political force the size of the ANC. It's very noisy and very uncomfortable and and feels catastrophic, but the real policy actually is fairly stable. There's another point that Fitch makes as well, saying that any successor to Sir Ramaphosa, should he be removed or remove himself, is likely to come from the party's more moderate wing. And the ANC would also be forced to work with smaller parties. So they seem to be suggesting that coalitions might not be a bad idea. Certainly in terms of local government, they've not proven the most successful. Um, the infighting is diabolical and the, the focus happens then on the on, on who gets what and the, and the splitting of the spoils rather um, than serving, um, serving, cust- uh, serving customers. Well, you as a customer, the voter, um, as a taxpayer. And, and so Fitch's like seem to be playing down the risk rather than accentuating the risk of where we find ourselves right now. But here, here's the clangor. The scandal may damage the governing party. No nonsense, Sherlock. Um, there's a risk the ANC will respond by loosening the purse strings to shore up support. That is the clangor here. Um, ANC increasingly desperate. Um, it's getting plenty of spoils as a government in terms of... Um, the the extra taxes that it's raised, courtesy of a boom in commodities and all of that sort of stuff. The the risk here, and what we've all got to keep a very, very beady eye on, is just the temptation to spend our money on buying votes. I mean, bluntly as that. I think that's what we've got to be careful of as we go 2023 and beyond. The Money Show. Ad feature. Zetu Damane, the Chief Strategic Officer at Think Creative Africa. Can we talk Christmas adverts this evening? I'm, I can't say that I'm up to speed with what's happening with Christmas advertising this year. I've not been paying attention. Is it good, bad, indifferent, or just catastrophically awful overall, Zetu? Hi, Bruce. Um, I think it's a bit of a mixture this year. Um, some great ads, some not so great ads. Um, so I think since it's the season today, we'll look at a good ad and a maybe not so great one. But broadly speaking, I mean, are we seeing a volume of Christmas advertising? Is there a sense? I mean, we saw the GDP numbers come out this morning slightly better than expected. It's mostly related to exports. There doesn't seem to be that much domestic consumption at play, really. I wonder just how much is in the... Uh, how much is in the in the appetite of local advertisers to try and sway buying opinion towards them in a, a quite a tough domestic economy? It's just it's still such a, a huge period for most um, retailers and brands that you cannot afford not to be in there. 
So if you decide, ah, you know, maybe GDP is a little bit low, maybe disposable income not so high, um, and you step out, your competitor will be in there. So you don't have a choice. Um, and I think in South Africa, we've got a dichotomy of two types of ads. Um, there's some that are Christmas, and, and they've got the the very, um, how would I put it, North Pole kind of references. And then um, what we see a lot of brands do, they do festive campaigns. Um, so it's more beach and sun, but it has all the feel of what a December in South Africa is about. So um, I think most brands will still do something linked to the festive season or Christmas because they can't afford not to. Okay, so let's do Heroes and Zeros this evening. It's something that has struck me as being a little bit bizarre. The first time I thought it, I went, oh, cute. And now I'm actually a bit sick of it. And it's looking tatty. It's looking tired. It's looking worn out. Uh, The people who are... The, um, the the wearers of the outfits are looking increasingly grumpy as temperatures begin to pick mm-hmm. up. And this is the guys who wear the Santa outfits and do the Checkers 60-60 deliveries. I'm not too sure that the expression on the faces of the wearers of these outfits matches <laughs> the joy that ShopRite seeks to impart in the delivery of your goods within 60 minutes. Exactly, Bruce. Actually, I also didn't have a problem. And I was with my child and she was like, look for the Christmas. I'm like, that's cute. And one of my interns was like, "That that's not cute. Um, Gen Zs are always very quick to correct us and tell us what's, what's not right. <laughs> um, so I think why, the, okay, me, no, okay, I, I, why the Gen Zs up in arms about this thing? I look at it and just think it's a dumb idea, but they, they have a, a a better feel for these things, a bit more of a sensitive feel for these things very sensitive so they feel it's impairing the dignity of the driver so they're thinking about them as human beings you know and you know we always talk about gen z how they're the most active generation and you know how um their values it's all about big values so they look at something and we see oh nice christmas food they're like it's hot this guy must be burning um so it's not the idea that i have a problem with i think that the idea is lovely but the execution lacks lacks some empathy um for the people who have to wear it as you're saying um you know, it, it, it's the traditional long-sleeved North Pole type of outfit, which in a South African summer, you know, as you said, when you see the people wearing it, when you when it clicks in your head, you're like, maybe this is not quite right. Yeah, I, I, it, it, yeah it just seems weird to me. And it, it's also, unfortunately, the quality of the stuff that these guys are being dressed in is of such a level that it just looks tatty yeah, really quickly. Um, so regardless of whether you think it impugns the dignity of the riders, and I mean, that's a, a point, I suppose, it just looks like a shoddy campaign. It looks ill thought out. It looks like somebody has gone, oh, you know what we should do? We should dress everywhere like Father Christmas because, hey, that's what we, it's so festive. That's what we're going to do. And for the month of December, the most, third most sweltering month of the year, um, we're going to have these guys um, sweating through whatever material that the, 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 the outfits are made out of. And it, it undermines rather than accentuates. You could do this with a, with a touch, rather than mm. uh, um, you know, I don't know, some cheap Santa, some cheap Santa trick. And to your point about um, the tackiness, um, there's a lack of ability to do quality control. So um, someone actually sent me this when I asked people about this. They were like, I actually had my groceries delivered by one of the, the guys the other day. I didn't notice it was a Santa suit because the jacket was off, the shirt was half unbuttoned, you know. This was obviously because of the heat. Um, 
but I, I get the thinking is not very practical. So they're a- unable now to quality control the experience yeah. that um, the customer gets at the end. It might look, you know, not what you want it to look like. You're going to have to explain the next one to me, your hero, please, because it's very much a Christmas ad. When I first saw this advert, I thought it was for a product from exactly the same stable. The stable we're talking about, of course, is Distel. Uh, Distel is the world's second biggest manufacturer of cider after Heineken. Heineken recently bought Distel, which makes Heineken uh, the number one and two, therefore the biggest cider maker in the world. Distel has got two primary brands of cider. They've got, well, they've got Bernina as well, which I'm not too sure too many people drink, but they've got Hunters and of course they've got Savannah. I thought initially this was very Savannah-like, but you'll correct me no doubt, uh, Zetu. Um, let's have a listen to this little bit of Dismas Blessings. <laughs> Welcome to the Zanzibar. I, Father Lesmas, Swaga. That Chris is the big homie. One to all of us. People like to ask, what's the difference between us? And I'm like, I'm swag, obvious. Plus, Mena, I give double job, 23 year old. Who asked for 10 Tawia Festi at Blessings of Buddha? Who asked me for a fancy Bluetooth what what? Dying at Blessings for the Christmas die. You can also get your hunters Christmas blessings. Simply buy any hunters and tell me your Christmas wish. Oh, Father, Christmas might just make it happen. Blessings. <laughs> to me, bizarre. To you, Zetu, a hero. Explain. <laughs> okay, let me explain. So I think it's a really refreshing and South African take on Christmas from Hunter's Dry. Um, they created a South African version of Santa called Father at Christmas, and it's based on um, a concept since I've called Uput Madlisa. You should see the word Lisa and Madlisa, uh-huh. which is to eat, um, who, who is a South African character who makes everyone happy. So actually, you know, it's just... And South African Father Christmas. So that was really, really clever. Um, I also liked how, how they tipped the hat to the original Father Christmas. Like, you know, they talked about um, his friend Chris, the OG. <laughs> um, and there were some traditional references there, which is, I think, what we were speaking about at the beginning. You know, that balance between how much of the North Pole stuff do you put in your ad versus, you know, interpreting it and being, making it South African. Because end of the day, despite the fact that it's not what we do, we still associate those things with Christmas. So, you know, they put some of those references in, they had the stockings, you know, but it, it wasn't too much. It still felt like a South African interpretation of, of, of Christmas, which I thought was really, really nice. Thank you. Zetu Damane, the Chief Strategic Officer, Think Creative Africa. Big thumbs up for Hunter's Lismas blessings. Um, uh, A big thumbs down, however, for Checkers 6060, um, obliging the 6060 riders to wear Santa costumes in the blazing heat. Uh, And, of course, forget Joburg storms over the last couple of days. But, yeah, it's weird. It it is something that doesn't sit comfortably with me just simply because I I don't see the point. Um, Initially, I I kind of thought it was cute the first time I saw it. And then you see dispirited individuals feeling more and more... uh, uncomfortable wearing these uh, these silly cheap outfits and it actually within a week or two um, the any sort of intention any joy any neatness any sort of 
the, the brand identity, I think, is is worn out. I wish they wouldn't do it.